Vicky, getting your steps in? <laughs> your circle's going to close on your watch any minute now. <laughs> Thank you for all you're doing this morning. If you want to read along or follow along with me this morning, I'll be in Proverbs. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verses 20 through 27. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verses 20 through 27. And it reads, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far away from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the path for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left and keep your foot from evil. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, again, we love you this morning. And Lord, we just ask that you pour out your spirit upon this service. Open our ears and our hearts to what you have to say this morning. And all these things we ask in your name. I was sitting at a service recently, and a lady that I didn't know was sitting across the aisle one row down from me. And we, if you've been to enough services lately, you or someone else, you've heard somebody's phone go off. Okay? It's, it's going to happen. I forget to turn mine off. Here's the worst thing about the Apple Watch. If you happen to hold the button down, it'll ask you a question. I don't know if you've noticed that yet, but if you hold this button down for too long, it'll say, I can't hear you or I can't help you. Well, I was at a funeral, and I was actually just standing there like this, not knowing that I had this down like this, and we were at the graveside, and the preacher's talking, and all of a sudden you hear, I can't hear you. And, and so, I, of course, I just looked around like, who? Uh, but we've all done it. I mean, it's all happened, but I was sitting at this service, and this lady that was across from me, her phone chirped, nothing major, and I looked over, and, and bless her heart, she had an iPhone, and on the iPhone, there's a little switch on the side, you just cut it off. Well, she didn't, apparently she didn't know about that little switch, because she went through every screen imaginable on her phone, trying to figure out how to turn it off, and I'm watching this whole thing, and I want so badly just to go help her, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just I'm like, I'm not getting up in the middle of the service to go over and click her phone off. But, and I watched her do this. So finally, she just gave up and kind of sat on it in case it did it again. But so then my attention, you know, went back to what was going on. And it wasn't long before an ambulance went by. Really, really loud. The service was very close to the road. The ambulance went by. And I was like, golly, what an inopportune time for an ambulance to go by. Because you could, it was so loud that you couldn't hear the pastor and what he was saying. 
I was like, man, that's a lousy time for that to happen. But then it hit me. I didn't hear a word the pastor said while I was watching that lady try to turn her phone off either, to be honest with you. I didn't hear it while the ambulance was going by, but that was the ambulance's fault. Me watching that lady flip through every screen on her phone, and she hadn't gotten very far on Angry Birds, by the way. But she, she was going through every single level trying to get through that. I missed everything the preacher was saying watching that. See, it doesn't take much for us to take our eyes off what is important. It doesn't take much at all. If you've had more than a 10-minute conversation with me, you know that I have ADD. Shelly, quit shaking your head. But my attention just goes. And I, I find it, it doesn't take much. And I will lose it in a hurry. But, uh, and it's a big reason my messages don't normally go past 15 minutes because I can't pay that much attention either. So, but Shelly will not tell me a story unless she has my direct eye contact. I have to be looking directly at her for her to tell me anything. Um, this used to annoy me really bad. And I would tell her, look, honey, I can hear you and I can watch TV. But she's lived with me long enough to know that I can't watch TV and listen to her at the same time. The sad thing is that I've lived with me a lot longer than she has, and I didn't pick up on that for a long time, but she did. But to be honest, it's probably how I got through boot camp at Paris Island. While a drill instructor's screaming at me, I'm listening to him going, I wonder where he's from. That's a weird accent. I think he had chicken earlier. Uh, but, well, there you go. You see how easy it is for me to lose focus? I wrote all this in one sitting, okay? But we have to keep our attention on the subject. It's easy to lose fo focus. And it's really easy for us to take our eyes off of God. In the movie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, one of the mothers keeps telling this obnoxious daughter of hers to keep the eyes on the prize. She keeps telling her, keep your eyes on the prize. Well, our eyes should be on the prize as well. I honestly think, no, I don't think, I know. I know for a fact that if we knew the exact time and date of our death, we would live a bit different leading up to that time. But here's the thing, we don't know. I pray that we all live a long time, but we just don't know. But the old quote, live every day like it's your last, should apply to us as Christians more than anyone else. Because we don't know the time or date. I had a friend in middle school who had a younger brother. And when the younger brother finally started school, his mother decided to go back to work. His mother was a friend of my mom's, and his mom would walk our block several times. I lived over on Don Avenue, and it was a half a mile around the block. And she would walk that uh, several times a day, and every time she would come by our house, she would stop and talk to my mom. Or if my mom saw her, she'd run down the driveway and talk to her. And she would do this several times a day, and I mean, she was healthy as a horse, you would have thought. She made this walk 
all the time, and she walked at least two miles a day. But when she decided to go back to work, her new job made her get a physical. Well, during the physical, they found a lump. My friend's mother passed away three months later. We just don't know. We don't know. She spent the last month of her life basically unconscious. We aren't guaranteed another day, another hour. We've seen the news. We watch it all the time. The horn could blow at any minute. And Jesus is coming to take us home. Now, to be honest, I'm not sure how much longer God is going to let us or let this world fall into the devil's hands. He's either going to make a change, clean house, or just call us home. You know what he did during Noah's time. We know what he did with Sodom and Gomorrah. We've got to keep our eyes on the prize. Our scripture this morning tells us, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. But it also says to give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. And do not turn to the right or left and keep your foot from evil. If we keep our focus on Christ, our walk with God is so much easier. We don't turn left, we don't turn right because our focus is on him. It's when we quit paying attention and let our focus go elsewhere, that's when we get into trouble. I read a story recently about a lady who told the pastor that she wasn't coming back to church. She goes, I'm done. I'm not coming back. The pastor asked her why. And she said, because all I see when I come to church is people on their phones. Just sitting there, just looking at their phone the whole time they're at church. And the pastor said, okay, well, and he filled up two glasses of water, about as full as you can get, and he said, here's what I want you to do before you leave. I want you to take these two glasses of water, and I want you to walk around the church and try not to spill any of the water. She thought it was crazy, but she goes, all right. So she did as he asked, and when she got done, she was kind of proud that she hadn't spilled one drop of water. And the pastor asked her, when you were walking around the church, how many people did you see on their cell phone? She goes, well, I didn't see anybody on their cell phone. I was too busy paying attention to the water I had in my hand. The pastor said, when you come to church, you should be that focused on God. And that's why Jesus said, follow me, don't follow other Christians. But it's so easy not to pay attention, to lose focus on what's important. I've told you before, and I'll probably tell you next week, but it took a couple of tries to get through algebra, okay? But it wasn't because I didn't try, but in the desk right next to me was a very good friend of mine who did his very best to keep my attention from Mrs. Richardson. He did a great job of it, too. But guess who else didn't pass? The guy sitting right next to me who was trying to keep his attention away from Mrs. Richardson as well. But the next time we took Algebra 1, he had it second period, and I had it fourth. We both passed. But I wasted an entire semester by just not focusing on what was important. How much time have we wasted when we didn't have our sights set on God? 
How many times have we spent the whole year not really paying attention and then trying to cram for an exam the night before the final? We just finished our volleyball summer workouts. I had tryouts last week. I tell them every year that you don't have to come to the summer workouts. They're not mandatory. I can't make them mandatory. I'd love for you to come, but you don't have to. But if you come to the summer workouts, I get to see you all summer. I get to see you work out. I get to see how hard you work. I get to see how good you are. If you happen to have a bad tryout, I've seen you all summer. You may have a bad one or two days of tryouts. But if I've seen you all summer, I know your heart. I know how hard you work, and I know how good you are. You might be a bad test taker. We are going to have a lot more than one or two bad days during our walk with Christ. We're going to have a lot more than one or two bad days. But he knows our heart. He's seen your effort. we're paying attention, if we're staying focused, we have fewer and fewer bad days. And when we do lose our footing and we take a right or a left that we shouldn't have taken, it's that still small voice that puts, puts us right back on path. That's how we know we're focused is when we can hear that still small voice. It puts us back on path and we can hear it and we can recognize it. Our scripture this morning reads, says, Son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight and keep them within your heart. Staying in God's word is the easiest way for us to keep our eyes on the prize. But even that isn't easy. I'm sure we've all been reading our Bible and we've gone through it. We've read a chapter or two and all of a sudden we realize, I don't know a word I just read. Our mind was thinking about a hundred other things, and we're trying to read our Bible, but now we're honestly stunned. I think I've said this before, but there's a trick for reading and studying your Bible. Billy Graham found this out, and I, now I do it. No matter where I'm at, if I'm reading my Bible, I do this. I read out loud. And if you can't read out loud, if you're in the hospital waiting room, but you want to read, mouth the words. If your brain has to make your mouth mouth the words, and then your brain will pick up what you're actually reading. You're not just scanning anymore. You're actually taking it in. You're taking in the words, and you're taking them to your heart. You're staying focused. And finally, praying is my other favorite way of staying focused. It's awfully hard to not pay attention when we're having a conversation with God. But like me, make sure when you go to pray that God has your total attention. The more we keep our eyes on the prize, the closer our walk with Christ, the more focused we'll be, and the, the fewer lefts and rights we're going to take. Let's have a time of open worship.
please stand as we sing our benediction. Please receive this benediction. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the love that you give us. Thank you for your son and what he did for us. Please, Lord, just help us to keep our focus on him and what he would have us to do and what you would have us to do. That our bad days would prove that you are good. Lord, as we go out this week, just help others see that in us. All these things we ask in your name.